Do you think sales is a bad word? When you hear the word sales, I wonder what images come to mind. Whatever your relationship is with selling, I'm glad you're here. Let's have a conversation about how to sell like a good human. Hi, welcome to Conversations with Good Humans. I'm your host, Katherine Brown, and I'm author of the book called How Good Humans Sell. Today on Conversations with Good Humans, I am talking with Kevin Friedberg, founder of Seven Second Websites. That's his cool company's name. Kevin is trained in the marketing framework called Story Brand. In fact, it was actually at the Story Brand training where he and I originally met when our breakout group had to write an ad for the final workshop of the day, and we were placed in the same group of people. Kevin has become a trusted friend and a colleague, and he has a unique approach to lead generation and sales qualifying that I think you'll find interesting. What I like about the interview is that Kevin doesn't sell like I do, and he still sells like a good human. It's a great example of how we can be different from one another and accomplish similar goals. Kevin has created a unique way to generate qualified leads that I know you'll find interesting. This recording was part of a larger training that he offered to my Wednesday group training called Come and Go Coaching. I think you'll find what he shares valuable as you consider how to reach your ideal audience in a way that does not feel icky or pushy. So glad Kevin joined us. Can't wait to hear what you think. Kevin is going to frame out for you what he does in that early part of the sales process because he's done tons of trial and error, he's been to all my classes, he's heard about goals and timing hammered into your head and he had to figure out how can I apply this in a way that feels you know good to me. So this is your intro if you don't know him. Kevin's a growth hacker who helps businesses say what they do and why people should care in seven seconds or less so they can generate leads. Kevin, you have um, done a lot of work around website building and more recently are actually writing LinkedIn pages for people. Anything else you'd like to say about that by way of introduction? Oh, sure. No, that was a huge surprise. And and as everyone knows, like everything changes right now more rapidly than ever. And and certainly in my business, and I think in all of yours, and I I do feel like I'm, you know, reinventing quite a bit. And I never could have seen that I'd be writing LinkedIn pages that didn't, it doesn't even make sense, <laughs> at least at the time. And now it's the bulk of my business. And it's become the website writing is is almost, a, you know, the next, it, it, it turns out like that what I do for a living, my logo, my, my LLC is really, it turned out to be a second stage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in hindsight, of course. And really that first stage has now become, mm-hmm. all right, let's, Let's figure out what you need, you know, lead wise on LinkedIn. And that a big part of that sales process is, is writing that LinkedIn page. Um, does that make sense? It's great. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a couple of questions to kick us off. You know, from our work together that I like to tell people that I work with that I differentiate between a marketing and a sales lead. Uh, by talking about two of the five magic topics. The five magic topics that are in How Good Humans Sell are the areas that I'm saying, if you don't find out the answers to this information, you are not really qualified. 
I also want to mention, I know that depending on the industry someone sells to, there's more things you have to know. If you sell financial services, you need to know more about where their money is now. If you sell a technology platform, you've got to understand the context of that. So there are going to be even more than five things, but at minimum five things we want to think through what our own discussion guide might look like for running that conversation. I know that you have a cool process for opening sales calls and inviting people to work with you that I would call rather unconventional. (laughs) And the reason that I invited you to speak about it is because we've discussed in preparation for this, we've discussed that you have a different way of finding out goals and timing, but you actually do find that out. So I thought it would be really cool for you to share a little bit about that and then let people think about their own process, what they could pull from that, what they like about what you're doing, what they don't like about what you're doing and have a discussion about that. So would you describe what that looks like, how you invite a person to a call? Because this is you initiating from scratch with people, right? Yeah, they're kind of, I would call it, you know, cold outreach. And this took, you know, this was a trial and error thing too. Um, But it finally came down to, you know, it's it's on LinkedIn and it's sort of just, you know, we're, we're going to be staying in that world from, you know, the entire sales cycle, really. We're going to be communicating there. We're going to be starting there, um, working in there, like lo- literally logging into your account. So it, in that way, it, it really helps sort of set the scene, like, you know, where you're going to get all. I'm, the crazy part is the whole time there's my logo, seven second websites. And from the beginning of the sales cycle, you know, months into a retainer, I usually find out somewhere in there uh, that I'll use my own website as an example. And they'll go, oh, that's a nice website. And I go, oh, my God, you've never been to my website. <laughs> and, and, it, and yet you've, we've exchanged money for services this whole time. Um, and at first it was really scary. I was like, oh, no, that's a, probably a bad thing. And I've come to realize, like, no. Um, it's a good thing. We're just all, we're only going to do business and stay in one place. And I think that's how people prefer to do it. So I'm happy to meet them where they're at. And that's, that's what that that's about. But, um, but in terms of the cold outreach, um, it's, it, I kept honing this message and it came down to basically, can I make one tweak, uh, to your LinkedIn profile to help you get more, inquiries. I didn't call it a lead. Um, and, I, and it's it's a very short little uh, pitch, I guess. It's, it's probably about 15 words. And that was another thing. And actually, this that's what my email was about yesterday, was it even has to look easy. It's like, well, sure, why not? What the heck? Um, and the beauty of, of LinkedIn is you don't even have to make the effort to type out, yeah, that sounds good you can click a button that says, sure. Another button that says, absolutely, which is really the same thing. And the third button says, no, thank you. So whatever that message is I'm sending out, a yes or no question that you can just just put forth the bare minimum of effort to go, hopefully, sure. <laughs> and then I, can, then I can begin my sales process of, okay, great. How about this time? And you know, you know, here's a link, let's, let's set up a calendar date. That kind of thing. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, Kevin. So that's great. Let me comment, I guess, and ask a clarifying question about something. So the steps 
are that you're inside LinkedIn, which makes sense because you're actually offering, well, it makes sense for anyone who sells B2B who's on LinkedIn extensively, but you are specifically offering for people to improve their copy on LinkedIn. So it makes even more sense for you. You have figured out a script from trial and error that you initiate, inviting them to have a conversation and you are then scheduling and jumping on a call. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So one thing I think is cool is when I'm talking about the role of the owner seller or the sales employee for a business, I like the application of adding value. I'm always talking about adding value, adding value, adding value. And I think that this is a very interesting application of that because you're taking a risk about whether you can add value. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And, and, and so it's, it's pretty brave, I think, because you're saying I am going to bring some ideas to you, which you might or might not like in that moment. But this broadly falls under the umbrella that my listeners might have heard of before of the two things we look for to establish ourselves as a trusted advisor. One is to offer insight or the other is to give advice. So in the context of a very first call, you're offering insight and giving advice and qualifying all at the same time. Correct? Question mark? I think so. And it and I don't know if this is a tangent, but I would never have come up with this idea except for through StoryBrand, everyone talks about lead generators. And, you know, they call them lead gens. And you always want to put it on your homepage of your website. And it's always kind of an ebook or downloadable PDF in exchange for an email. Uh, the guy that started StoryBrand, Donald Miller calls it a high value giveaway. It's just a form of generosity. All, you know, to get that that coveted email address and to get you on a list. I found that that was dying, uh, that, that nobody was downloading anything, um, whether my own or any of my clients. But it just occurred to me, like, what if I did a live version of that, of a high value giveaway or we're on the call and, I, and I'm trying to offer the you know things you just said, insight, advice, but it's, it's, it's really me. And I'm, I'm basically, I'm now working for you. Um, we don't have a contract. We haven't, you haven't paid me, but I, I am working for you. Uh, and I'm going to give you the keys to the store, if you will. And then you, and I share my notes. I share my screen. You can see everything I'm doing. There's no secrets. There's no, you know, there's not, there's not even anything for me to do later. I just go, okay, well, we're all done here. I, you now have editor access to this Google doc. You can take notes, ask questions, contact me anytime. Um, it, this is yours to keep, but this is, and that's, that became uh, the best way I can describe it is it's the live version of a lead generator. Yeah. Um, and that was this kind of the secondary part was like, I was getting off these sales calls feeling bad, just like I could not stop selling. Just like, I don't know what, what it was. I just, my brain couldn't do it. And with this type of call, I always feel good. And they, they certainly look like they feel good. Some people have even written me testimonials for the sales call. And that's when I went, okay, I might be onto something here. Everybody's feeling good enough to write reviews and and people even who are come on come on the call sometimes they don't feel very good physically a few of them have said you know i didn't really want to come on this call and now i'm really glad i did and um and i it is just because it is it's i'm giving you i'm really very freely 
giving you anything you want within that 25 minutes. And, and basically, you know, if you would like to complete the, the exercise, then that's, you know, that's the pitch, if you will. But if you don't, we're all set and you may have this tangible thing that, and a lot the people that say, no, I'm not ready. It's not my budget, whatever their um, excuse is. I have found that many of them still go into their LinkedIn page and change their headline and their subhead and their banner. And they'll even tell me about it. And I'll go, hey, look, I changed my headline. And I, I'm still just like, I know you didn't buy from me, but I am just uh, happy as a clam. I just, I just feel good. I don't care. And then part of it is I have enough sales where I, it does feel like I can come from a place of generosity and, and not feel too tight about it. Uh, but it, in general, I just, I'm all set. It has a very nice uh, feel to it. Yeah. That's great, Kevin. To making sure people get the process, you know, that you get on live, you, they agree to a 30 minute call, you find a time to meet, you're on Zoom, you're live editing, you're asking, do you like this? What about this? What do you really do? This is confusing to me. You're just live consulting, right? In the mm-hmm. copy right, about the copy. If you, if you want, if they want to take that and go with it, then you will continue marketing to them. They might join your daily email list, right? Or follow you on LinkedIn. And if they want to buy from you, the first step is to finish for having to have you finish that, which you're saying you charge $650 for that as a first step that then might lead to other work of building websites and other things. You've shared this feels very on brand for you because you're giving a lot. You have even had testimonials around that, which is so cool. So one of my questions is I'm wondering, have you started to track the percent of how many people do you give free stuff to in this live way to who is converting? Can you speak about the metrics at all? Do you know yet? Yeah, I don't, I'm not like that type of brain that is very good at, honestly, like I think I have like some kind of phobia uh, for spreadsheets. Um, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's a thing. Um, but I'd say just in general, it, it certainly feels like about 40% uh, of the people I talk to um, schedule a session to write their LinkedIn page. And now, even in just the past three weeks, I like this methodology so much that I am now started a new service where I help people send out their own messages like I do, which is pretty nice because then they're like, well, how does it look? And I'm like, well, you know how you responded to, to my message? Like that we're on the and, and the whole reason why we're on the call right now, I'm going to do that for you and your clients. And so it's just so easy because they can go into their own LinkedIn me- messages. They probably have forgotten even how this whole thing started. Most people actually do forget. They're like, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I totally get that. I'm the same way. We all have a million channels to follow. And they go back to their own message. Like, oh, yeah, you just sent me a little couple sentences. And I thought it was pretty... Cool. And so it's very easy for, for them to visualize how that might work for their own. And it's, it has to be the right fit too. But, uh, and if it ends just on writing your page, that's awesome. But if not, we can do that website, all kinds of other stuff. But it is nice again, because we're still in that same world. It's just LinkedIn. And in terms of the close rate though, just to write, just to schedule the next call, which is another um, thing I, I got from, from, from bootcamp. Uh, was I love that idea too of always be scheduling, you know, <laughs> you know those that go, those golden rules. And this 
there's so many parts about this that I'm like, all right, you know, I'm checking these nice boxes that I've learned over the years through you, Catherine. Oh, all right, next call scheduled. Lots of value, uh, lots of questions. Don't talk too much. Um, all the things really fit nicely into this uh, format. It's so great. So uh, I think that that 40% is extremely compelling, Kevin. I want you all to note that he's giving away a lot and it's a risk to get on the call with people and have them not convert. But I don't have a higher percent than 40% of taking a call from someone who wants a discovery call with me to them converting to being further, further qualified. Because I send a lot of people away because another way I find out golden timing through that call, I end up sending them on their way for a referral because I'm not the right person to help them. So I, I think is a very interesting lead generation tactic saying, if 40% of the people that you spend 20 to 30 minutes with go forward with you, my opinion is that is an outstanding number. Because even with my lead generation, with my business primarily being driven by referral, I mean, maybe some weeks I have as high as 50%, but I don't ever have higher than 50% continuing to convert. So you're always going to have some fall off and you're looking for, how do I sell it feel like myself? How do I sell authentically? How do I feel like I gave advice and insight? I feel on brand. I feel comfortable. I have a system to follow to make it simple and a decent conversion rate. I think it's really interesting. So, Well, a big part, I think, um, is... I came, first came to you, Catherine, because I was so uncomfortable <laughs> with selling, uh, even though I'm, my whole family, they are salespeople, which is hugely embarrassing. Um, but I'm kind of more just an introverted writer, uh, just, you know, stereotype. I pretty much fall into that stereotype. And of course, that has become so much easier through you and, and StoryBrand and, you know, a lot of help, very helpful people, but, you know, in large part, I just have to give so much credit to you, Catherine, uh, just to start to try to get comfortable. But where I had to kind of make it my own was keeping control of the call. Like it is the, the very first words I say are so important that I needed a script. Uh, and luckily I am a writer. So I was like, come on, you're a writer, write, write yourself a script, be a telemarketer. Um, you know, I, I went 180. I was like, fine, I'll just be a telemarketer because I cannot seem to maintain control of these conversations. And I know that's a vague term, but, um, but knowing like I can't ask certain questions and maintain control uh, and feel good at the end of the call was a huge insight. And one of the ways I do that is to try to make the entire call, instead of making it uh, about you, the person on the call, and hey, what are your marketing needs? What are your goals? For some reason, that did not work for me. But what did work was let's not talk about you. Let's talk about your prospect. That shift. Oh, wow. That that felt so much more interesting. And I, and I still haven't figured out why that, that works so much easier for me and why they seem to look more comfortable, um, but making it instead of about them, which sounds really nice. Of course you want to make it about them. They're the hero, but some, for some reason, shifting that lens over to, it's not about, it's not even about you. It's about your customer. Woo. That, I don't know why that seemed to like let all the tension out of the room and 
uh, we're and now it's like you and me, me, oh, sorry, me and the person on the call are on the same team now, helping the their prospect. <laughs> and I hope that's yeah. not too confusing. But all of a sudden, we're collaborating, and it's just like, well, tell me more about this prospect, and it's and then your client does what, and how do they do that, and they do this, and it it just feels like same team, we're all good, and and we're just trying to figure out, you know, who's how to get you more business. By focusing on that person that's going to someday sign a contract, pay you some money. Uh, and Kevin, I'm going to interrupt you for a second and say, yeah. thinking about how a financial advisor does this, a good advisor would do this too, where it's like, when you say, tell me about your kids, tell me about the things that are important to you. You start talking about what the money's for, mm. then you come along together and you adopt that guide perspective because it's like, you don't have to use me as a guide, but you, you got to like, if you were there already, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So how are we together going to get you what you want to serve those people? So I think it'd be very interesting for each of us to think about that. Like we ultimately are serving someone that's, it, it's like, it's like B2B to B or B2B to C. There is often someone down, down the stream that we want to service better. And I think there can be other applications to what you're describing that you realize. How did you select your targets? Oh, great question. I think that. I mean, I call it positioning. That's my fancy word. That's one of the things I do love about LinkedIn. It's kind of a sandbox. Is I started with three or four different sectors and categories. First one was attorneys, and and you know, you know, fairly quickly, like, and I do everything. Let me preface this through Sales Navigator, which I think some of you may have, some of you may not. It's expensive. Um, it, it has certainly paid off for me, but yeah, there is a free trial of that you know, they can, they can do that for you somehow, but it was nice. Cause then I could just put in, I don't know. I know a lot of lawyers, my, a lot of my family are lawyers and my friends. And I put that in there and they, they responded, but they said, yes, let's set up a booked calendar appointment, which is my thing. Like that's, that's the sign of success is I got to get that thing on the calendar, but then half of them just would not show. They're just, it's not a personal thing. They're so busy. And I was like, hey, after a week, I was like, okay, I'm shutting that down. <laughs> Let's not do lawyers. And it, it was one other. And then finally, there was, I get, I, you know, you throw, you're kind of throwing darts at a dartboard, but then came speakers. And for some reason, speakers not only booked the calendar appointments, but they showed up like 98% of the time. And I was like, okay, there, well, there you go. I don't know anything about speakers. I don't have I don't have, I have zero experience uh, doing that, it, but in this I have no experience in the legal field either. And that I I actually thoroughly enjoy when I don't know anything about that the field that you're in. That makes it even better for me. I'm a little more detached from it, and I think that's a nice thing. Uh, it's an like more of an outside perspective. Those calls run great, and and you know, and I, I'm always testing it out though, and just thinking like, well, who else might be good? Maybe. Um, e-commerce businesses uh you know that that's kind of going to be my i think my next uh frontier um but it, it is just like what am i interested in or who do i think would really benefit from this kind of service yeah i think i mean it all requires a process right so you have created a process to get people top of funnel to buy something and then as long as you have your own clear steps of how you move them along, how often you invite them to that, or, you know, you know, I mean, it's not going to just happen without a call to action and invitation. Um, it's not going to happen regularly, 
sometimes people will say, hey, can you also do this? But I would imagine behind the scenes, you've figured out what your steps are and how to generate interest in those higher ticket items. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm still it's, it's always evolving. But um, but without the reps, um, I do a minimum of 10 sales calls a week without those kinds of reps that that is what has really helped me evolve my process my offerings how to show up how to be generous uh how to pull back even i mean that 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 i don't know how any of that happens with without the consistent reps uh, the practice I, I mean i think that word practice is a huge part of my personal and professional life uh that so much good stuff happens with that Thanks for that, Kevin. So one of the things I think would be really fun for people to talk about is what they can take from this and figure out, is there something I can do to offer insight and advice differently than I am now that generates interest, that gets people to say, yes, I have this problem. And then I really uh, also appreciate the practice is this is about growth mindset. Like if you don't feel very comfortable selling, it's because you need more practice because nobody loves anything until they're great at it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the thing is. It doesn't matter if it's spreadsheet use or it's running or it's selling or it's speaking in front of people or whatever it is, it all takes practice. And the great thing and the reason we talk about mindset so much in this community is because a growth mindset says, I might stink right now, but with practice, I can get better. And mm -hmm. everybody can get better. That's the thing that's so cool. I'm so glad you joined us today. If you would like me to come and speak with your organization about how to sell like a good human, please contact me through the website, howgoodhumanssell.com. Thanks and talk with you again.